Welcome to Find Your Purpose Podcast. It doesn't matter what you've been through or even what you're going through now. There is a good purpose for your life. And the good news is it's discoverable. And when you find it and you begin to live it, you will achieve real, authentic success. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Jenny, today, I think it's so important that we talk about just kind of the practical aspect of beginning to try to find your purpose. And what I was thinking about is how, you know, every one of us is the world's foremost expert on our own life. There are certain things that we know that we know that we know because we've lived it. And we know about that thing. We know about the places where we've lived. We know about um, the, the types of things that we've done, the experiences that we've had. And guess what? Everybody on earth doesn't know the same stuff that you know, right? And so I think a lot of people don't give themselves credit for what they know. And they tend to take for granted that, oh, well, everybody knows this. And uh, so I wanted to just talk about some of the kinds of expertise that we can share. Like I was thinking about with you, you have shared with me that you've moved a lot in your life. So that tells me, okay, well, you know how to move to a new place and find your way around. You know how to pack. You probably know how to purge. I mean, all those kinds of things And that would be super helpful to somebody who's lived in the same place their whole life. And now they're facing a great big move. Do you know what I'm saying? I totally do. And what's interesting is, like you said, I think we sort of minimize what we have experienced. And it doesn't always need to be a traumatic thing. Like you're giving the example of moving. I mean, that's a very practical thing that many people go through. And as as you were talking, I was thinking about what are the lessons I've learned from moving? You know, I mean, it's it's the whole practical side of, of packing and, you know, all the grunt work, you know, the things that you have to do and having to get rid of things and not having enough room. Where are we going next? But I think some of the most valuable lessons that I learned from moving had to do with if you are compelled by God, you have a new road to walk. He's got a great place for you to land. And, and it's hard to not be emotional you know, about a childhood home or a home that you have built or a home because there's new and exciting things. I would encourage somebody in that way. But I think the thing is, is we often minimize what we do know. And and like you said, we think that everybody knows all about it. But if we took an assessment of our life and said, what are some transitions, some situations, some skills, some abilities that I have that I could share with other people. I mean, what is one way to think about sharing your expertise? I think it's to kind of make a list of some of those types of things. Uh, Like you said, I've been someone who's moved a lot due to um, somebody's job and having to move and things like that. So I might be a great encouragement to someone who's moving. And like I've talked to people before about, you know, you, you have the memories in your heart of a certain house a certain place, and you always get to take those with you. Even though you're not taking the house, you get to take those with you. That's a valuable lesson. 
and that the new place you can build new memories because sometimes we don't want to do that. People feel super emotional about their place that they lived and, and things. So um, I think it's important to really make a list, start by making a list of what are some ex experiences I have that might help others. Exactly. And, and, you know, I was thinking about, it's amazing to me how like, you go on YouTube and there's a YouTube video, Jenny, there's a YouTube video for everything. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I went fishing recently. I love to go fishing, but it's been a long time since I've tied on a lure. Boom. I look on YouTube and there's a guy on there who has this video for here's how you tie on a lure and there's no way it's going to come undone. He's got 2.5 million views. He's literally making money on a video for that one thing that he knows how to do. And I'm sure that he knows a million other things how to do. But the point is, I would have never thought that I could make any money off of uh, a video for something that to me is so simple and it's so inconsequential. But it turns out there's somebody out there who needs to know what you know how to do. So I looked at another one about uh, purging. You know, how do you get rid of stuff? Because I'm sentimental. I pick up, I could pick up a paper clip and go, oh, so-and-so <laughs> gave this to me, right? I can't, I can't, can't do without it, right? And so I'm, I'm looking at these YouTube videos and I'm seeing these young ladies who are literally making a career out of making these videos. People are watching these videos. They're getting paid on how to do this stuff. And I thought, oh my word, if, if we just sat down and said, like you said, kind of an inventory, what do you know how to do? I was thinking, for example, of your daughter, who's a hairdresser. And I was thinking, I've always had thin, like baby fine hair. I think there's probably 140 hairs on my whole head. So when somebody knows how to do thin, fine hair, Oh, okay. That's huge to me. I've heard the same thing from my friends who have naturally curly hair. You know, when you find that hairdresser who can, you know, make a masterpiece out of your hair, whatever your particular situation is, you hold on to that person, you know, uh, for dear life. You never want to let that person go. And so I was thinking, okay, what if like with your daughter, okay, you could make a whole cottage industry out of tips and tricks for how to do thin, fine hair and make it look like there's more hair there. Right. You could do, here's how you do African-American hair. I've had so many of my friends say, nobody, nobody knows how to do black hair. And so when you know how to do something that's a specialty thing, and you begin to share it, you share your expertise. It doesn't necessarily mean that that one thing is your purpose, but I feel like we have the expertise that we have that we've acquired along the way for a reason. Mm -hmm. And our purpose always involves helping other people. So to the degree that we begin to share our expertise and what we know for sure, and I always call it, you know, 
if you're if you're uncomfortable with saying, well, this is my expertise, I know how to do thin, fine hair, or you know, whatever it happens to be, I know how to move well, or I know how to travel. I just was saying to somebody recently who now is going to start traveling for work. Okay, so here here are some of the tips and tricks. I didn't even realize that I knew it. If I would have sat down and started making some kind of an inventory of all the things that I know how to do, I probably wouldn't even have thought of, here's how you pack clothes where you take them out on the other end and they're not all wrinkled up in a ball and you don't look like you've slept in your clothes all night. But I do know that. I know how to travel uh, and not be standing waiting for 45 minutes for the for a checked bag of luggage to show up. And I know how to uh, pack so that on the other end, everything comes out looking pretty good. And I know how to, you know, hang the clothes in the bathroom when you're taking a shower. So the steam, you know, gets some of the wrinkles out and you don't have to iron them. I mean, these are just little things to me, it's kind of inconsequential, but for the person who's traveling for the, for work for the first time, uh, to learn some of those tips and tricks can be invaluable because nobody wants to show up to a meeting looking like they slept in their clothes uh, or forget their toothpaste and their toothbrush or whatever it is. So to, to start to really think about some of those things, how can you help somebody? That's how, to me, that's how you start taking the inventory. Does that make sense? Makes total sense. And again, you know, I think it's about not devaluing our experiences but valuing them enough to share them with other people. You know, instead of devaluing and going, oh, I don't have this. Again, you and I talk a lot about your purpose isn't about comparing yourself or your purpose to someone else's. It's yours to own that God has given you. So I think instead of devaluing, take your experiences, make an assessment, make a list, a mental note, and then use that value to bring on to other people. Like I was just thinking about, you know, the moving. And then I thought about, for example, people that have to change jobs, people that lose friendships and they need to make new friendships. I think sometimes when we really look at it, there are some threads that go through our experiences. Um, for example, you know, I always think of a tapestry, you know, if all the colors are you know, yellows and greens and browns and blues, and then there's one thread of red, you see it. And so I think once you begin to make that list, you're going to find a common thread. For me, there's a common thread about encouraging people in transition. Yeah. Okay. There's a common thread of my experiences of going, you know, it's someone who lost a relationship, who lost a job, who had to move. So for Jenny, the canvas of her life has been often about transition. And that can be very hard for people. And it's not that I minimize memories or anything like that, but I've just learned to pray through times of transition. So there could be some interesting things to share with people because I think there are threads to that. You know, yeah. There are threads that you'll find that sort of all kind of come together as part of your experience in life that can bring value to others. Oh, that's so good. You know, you made me think about, um, on the flip side, some of the experiences that we've had were really painful. Yes. And we, so, I mean, even in those kinds of things that we wouldn't wish on anybody, 
we can we can find the expertise that we've developed in those things too. And an example of that is uh, with a guy by the name of Gavin DeBecker. So if you look up Gavin DeBecker, you're going to see a book that was a New York Times bestseller. I don't know. I mean, he's sold so many copies. It's, it's just completely ridiculous. He was on Oprah. It's called The Gift of Fear. And so Gavin DeBecker lived in a violent, chaotic house when he was a child. So he would watch, if I'm getting, if I might get the characters wrong. It's been a while since I read the book, but I think he would watch his, it was either the his stepdad or mom's boyfriend beat his mom. And I mean, the things that he saw and experienced uh, were traumatic. But what happened out of that is he learned to read micro expressions and he learned to um, pay attention to that feeling of fear that he would get right before something awful was about to happen. And so he, he wrote the book, he titled the book, The Gift of Fear. That, and the whole idea being that when you have that feeling in the pit of your stomach that something's not right about this, pay attention to that. And so his book is full of stories of people who uh, didn't pay attention and uh, to the still small voice in their head that said, don't get in the elevator with that person or, um, you know, go a different way in the parking garage to get away from that person, whatever it is. So he, this guy started a company, Gavin DeBecker started his company. He does private protection of some of the biggest names on planet earth. Um, and, and it's all came from a desire to help people in the way that he can, because this is what he knows. He didn't learn all that stuff in a university classroom. He learned it when he was a little kid hiding behind the couch, watching his mother get beat up. And it's an awful thing. But you know me, Jenny, I say it all the time. If we'll mine the lessons out of the, the painful things that we've been through, it's amazing what we find out that we actually know, that not everybody knows. And when we start to apply that stuff, learning how to read body language, learning how to read um, expressions on people's faces. So, and understanding when, when their words are different, they're not congruent with the body language and the facial expressions. So, you know, that the, they're not, the people are not being honest, being able to know how to do that stuff is incredibly valuable. And when we begin to help people with our expertise, whether it's here's how you do hair, here's how you change the oil on your car, here's how you tie on a fishing lure, here's how you, um, you know, keep yourself safe when you're walking through a parking garage. I could go on and on. Your all of your expertise about teaching 
how to understand if people are tracking with you or, or how to read their faces and know that they're not tracking at all, that they don't get it at all, how to be sensitive to other people. All of that is so incredibly valuable. And there's never been another time in human history when the playing field was more level for being able to share our expertise, right? Right. Because, I mean, you could teach the people in your life. So, you know, your kids, your grandkids, your friends, your husband, you could teach us how to be teachers. I mean, to the degree that we could figure out, you know, how to follow you. And I mean, some of us are, I'm never going to be a natural teacher, but there's, there's only so many of us in your, in your um, immediate life. Right. Mm -hmm. But when you begin to share your expertise on social media and think of it, it's free. You can make a Facebook page. You can make a Pinterest page, a LinkedIn page, Twitter, whatever it is that Instagram, whatever it is that uh, most closely reaches the demographic of people who can be helped by your expertise. Okay. Right. You could start the page for free. It costs nothing. And just, Carve out, I don't know, 30 minutes out of your day, every day, make a little video or write a little, you know, here's my tip of the day or whatever and post it. And, and those things, even without paying for ads or whatever, I guess if you pay for ads, you know, you go farther, but, but just organically sharing what you know um, and people who who need that finding it and holding on to it and sharing it with people they know. I mean, organically, you have no idea when you post something on social media, how far it'll go, who's going to share it with this one. And they share it with that one. And pretty soon you're 20 people removed. And it's extremely helpful to somebody, 25 people removed from you who you would never otherwise ever meet or be able to reach. Yeah, I love it. Like I think of my favorite guy who tells you how to make the best omelet. Every oh. time I make an omelet, I pull it up and he shows how to make it and how long to leave it and when to put the cheese on and all that stuff. And I'm so proud when I hand it to my husband that I have a great omelet. But I think the last thing I want to think of that's so important, Rhonda, like you said, sharing it on social media. But if you don't know where to start, you know, we encouraged everybody to make a list. It's like, this is what I do in coaching all the time is ask questions. And you know, you don't have to ask some, you could ask a friend some questions. Like, what do you notice about me? Like you brought that up today about me moving. I never really thought about that, but it made me think. So ask the people around you, what have you seen me go through? What have you seen me be good at? What, what, where have you seen me shine? And you might be really surprised. The other thing is to ask yourself some questions. Am I strategic? Okay. Am I good at strategic type things? You know, how to's, how to fix something, how to, how to maneuver a new situation. Um, am I organized? You know, that, like you said, those two gals are making a whole show about being organized. So many people's lives feel chaotic and you might have a true gift to show somebody how to get organized when they're busy working and they have five kids and they're all the stuff. Um, am I someone who loves to serve? You know, maybe you can motivate other people to serve. 
am I, am I a servant? Do I serve in the community? Do I serve in my church? Do I serve in local schools? What do I do? Um, am I a motivating person? You know, maybe you're somebody that just shares motivation. It might not be a spatula and eggs in the kitchen, but it might be words that motivate other people, that encourage other people. So I think it's important to ask those questions to friends, to family, to spouse, you know, and then ask yourself some questions and then begin putting that list together and just go for it and see what happens. Because I think our purpose often lies in just sharing and helping others. Oh my gosh, Jenny, that's so perfect. I want to add to that too. You know, for somebody who maybe doesn't, maybe you're you're in a place where you don't have a friend that you can turn to right there, or uh, somebody like like me who came out of foster care or doesn't you know doesn't have a lot of family or whatever who you could turn to and say, well, what do you, what do you think about this? Now on the internet, you can find so many great blog posts that'll say. Um, you know, um, ask yourself these 10 questions or here, here are 50 questions that everybody needs to answer, uh, you know, before they turn 80 or, you know, whatever. I mean, there, there, there are things out there that can help if you don't happen to have somebody because asking be somebody asking a question of you, whether it's from an article on the internet or a friend or family member, whatever, it sort of opens a door. And then it sort of teases out of you this information. And I'll give you one example of it uh, before we wrap up here. Um, someone I know very close to me went on a job interview recently. And uh, the job that was posted was one thing. And the interviewer was asking her, what about this? And how would you deal with that? And so on and so forth. And so they wound up offering her a completely different job at dramatically higher pay because of her answers to those questions. Mm. And it turned out she never would have uh, organically on her own come up with, oh, yeah, this is my skill set. But it really came down to the way she answered the interview questions. So that's another thing that you can search for on the internet are um, interview questions that uh, human resources people or talent, as many people call it now, uh, people would ask and answer them for yourself. You know, you don't have to go on a job interview. You can find those things online. But it turns out this person, it was it was really all about communication. So they were saying, okay, well, if an employee is doing this and that's against the rules, how would you handle it? What would you say to that person? And and the person I know who was in the interview just, you know, came right off the top of her head and said, well, I would say, well, your your job is so incredibly important here because this is what you do for the people who walk through those doors. And it's really important for them. And so this is what has to happen in order for you to be the best you can be to give the, the best service or whatever. And I'm hearing this and I'm thinking, wow, no preparation, no thought. She didn't know the questions ahead of time. Uh, so it's not like she studied and memorized. She knew it because it was in her. So what I want to leave everybody with in this episode of find your purpose now is what, you know, your expertise, it's in you. It's mm -hmm. already in you. You have it. 
doesn't matter how old you are. There's expertise that you have inside of you that you probably haven't even tapped yet. And it just takes the right person or set of questions or circumstances to start of just open that door and pull that out of you. And somebody somewhere needs it. Somebody somewhere, like in the example I'm giving you of this interview situation, they needed another job that they hadn't even posted. They realized that they needed that skill set in that job interview. So when you start to really get in touch with what you know how to do, that you just know that you know that you know how to do it, you just know it, and you start helping people with that information that you know for sure, you will inevitably be moving closer to the fulfillment of your purpose. You have anything you want to add, Jenny, before we sign off? No, I just would echo what you said, Rhonda. I mean, your purpose often is, uh, it's not elusive. You have a, pers- a, a purpose and your experiences are rich in that they lead to, toward, and, you know, lead you to that place of where your purpose really is. So I think it's powerful. And I think we need to share because you and I have always talked about, you know, our purpose is a wonderful thing because it makes other people's lives better. And I used to always say, and I'll say it sometime, the world is waiting for what only you can do. Ooh, that's exactly right. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. Please subscribe and come back every Sunday at 7 a.m. Pacific time. A new episode drops and we would love to hear from you. You can post comments. uh, Go to Rhonda.org and send us your thoughts. Send us questions. Send us your comments, feedback. Let us know how we can improve. We really do want to hear from you because we're doing this for you. All right. And if you can come to a Find Your Purpose retreat at some point in your future, we would love to see you. So go to Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G, click on events and take a look at upcoming events and uh, come and join us. Are you living the life you want to live? Do you feel excited to get up and do your thing every single day? If you're not living that way, if you don't feel eager to to jump in and lean into what you're doing every single day, then chances are you're not living your purpose. We want to help you find your purpose. That's why we do this podcast. That's why we publish blog articles, and that's why we lead retreats. I want to invite you to the Find Your Purpose retreat that's coming up. Go to rhonda.org forward slash events and check it out and sign up. Do this for you. Start living your passion and you'll find yourself living your purpose.
Hey, thanks for joining us today at the Find Your Purpose podcast. We hope you'll subscribe and share this with a friend and consider joining our community of people who are seeking and living their purpose and achieving real success. And most of all, we want to hear about your purpose and your real success. Go to my website, Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G and subscribe and just tell us about your success. We really want to hear from you.